Welcome to episode 39 of the WebJoy podcast. I'm your host, Eddie, and in this podcast, we interview guests about their origin story and what makes them excited and joyful to be part of the tech community. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Take a break and do something that makes you feel good with our Negro Coleman. Welcome to another episode of WebJoy. I'm excited to have our Nico today speaking with us. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Of course. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. But yeah, I think as we get started with each episode, we always just like to say, hey, who are you? What do you do? A brief intro. Yeah, as mentioned, my name is Arnika Coleman. I'm from Texas. So currently, I actually work as a college advisor. I've worked in higher education for the past eight years or so in various college advisor roles. Started out working in financial aid, transitioned over to working with programs that focus primarily on first-generation and low-income college students. So that's where my focus has been for the past five years, I believe. But I'm looking to transition into becoming a full-time software developer. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I'm currently in the process of making the career transition. That is super exciting because I know it's interesting because people hear, oh, this person transitioned in their career years ago. And oh, this person transitioned over the last year and they're in their first job or things like that. But I think it's really nice for them to actually hear from someone who is actually in the process, right? It's not, oh, that's a bad memory from like a a year or two ago. It's like, no, like you're in the (laughs) trenches right now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. And I feel it. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Well, what kind of got you interested in becoming a programmer and tech? Yeah, good question. So actually, one of the perks of working in higher education with most of the colleges that I've worked for, you get to take like free college courses. That's just one of the benefits of being a staff member. So this time last year, last fall, I decided to sign up just to take one course, just because I had been out of school for a while. And I signed up for an intro to programming course. And at the time, we were learning Python. So that was like my introduction. And honestly, what caused me to choose the intro to programming courses, it was just so different from everything I've done before. Like for my bachelor's degree and my master's degree, they've been more, I guess, psychology focused, like more focused on human development and things of that nature. So I was like, this is just something different, like completely different from what I've done in the past. So I'm just going to try it. And I signed up for the course. It was super challenging just because I felt as if I was learning a new language. I mean, basically you are. But it was just so different from what I've done in the past, what I do for work. And I just found it to be like just a lot of fun just because it is so different and it was super challenging. So that was my introduction. And once I got into it, like I started to realize, number one, I'm really enjoying this. But also my professor for the course, he like held me after class one day to let me know, hey, I know you work for ACC, but... I think you're not utilizing your full skill set. Like, you should seriously consider getting into software engineering. Like, I know you're just doing it just to be doing something at this point, but I think you really should consider it. And I was like, I was thinking the same thing. So to hear from you that you feel the same way, like, I feel like I'm on the right path to potentially transition into something different. So that was my introduction and how I ended up here today. Wow, that's so encouraging. Like, a lot of people are just like, oh, I like this, so I'm going to try to do it. But to actually start off with someone saying, hey, like, you're doing a really good job. You're leaving skills on the table, not if you <laughs> yeah. don't do anything different. Like, that's cool. 
Yeah, I was surprised. Like one day when he was like in class, he announced, like, hey, Arnika, can you stay after? I'm like, oh gosh, what did I do wrong? And then, yeah, so for that to be the conversation, I'm like, oh wow, okay. That conversation went in the complete opposite way of what I was expecting, but that's great news. Like, I'm happy to hear that. Cool. So, how has that journey been so far? You took that class and kind of got that feedback, like, oh yeah, you should actually think about giving this more of a focus. How have you gone about trying to continue to increase your skills and start job hunt if you have or things like that? Like, what has that journey looked like so far for you? Yeah, so honestly, I feel like my journey has been all over the place just because, like I said, initially I started out with the Python course. And then from there, I was confused as to, like, where to go next. Just because, like, I was initially thinking about just going back to school to get my bachelor's. They offer a bachelor's program in software development at the school that I work for. But I was, like, going back and forth on whether or not I wanted to, you know, get another four years of my life being in school just because I've, I feel like I've been in school literally my entire <laughs> life. So I went back and forth on that for a while. And then I started to talk to other people and they were mentioning like, hey, you might consider doing a boot camp. That's a more expedited way to get into software engineering without having to go through like the four year coursework route. So I feel like I went through a few months of just going back and forth and trying to study and figure out which route would be best for me. And then from there, I was in like a Facebook group for women in tech and someone mentioned that there was like an upcoming, I guess it was similar to boot camp, but it was like a program for women of color they were interested in tech. And basically you get paired with a group of four or five other ladies and you get to like basically work with an organization and help them to develop an app. So I started out with that program. And while in the program, I was discouraged just because we weren't doing much coding. Like the first, it was supposed to be for six months. And the first three months or so that I was in the program, like we did no coding. We were going over a lot of like project management type stuff. And I was just like, I don't feel like I'm gaining from this program what I expected to. And one of the girls that I was paired with to work on this app, she mentioned that she completed 100 devs the year before. And she was just telling me like, it seems like you're looking for something more hands-on to gain more technical experience. So I think you really should consider 100 devs. And she told me about this in like December of last year. And the next cohort was going to begin in January. So I was like, oh, like it's right around the corner. I definitely should look into it and consider it. So yeah, that's what kind of led me to just going into the boot camp route, which, yeah, I was still torn on whether or not that was the right route for me, but I'm glad I did. From there, jumped in 100 devs. And I can say this has been one of the most challenging things like I've ever done in my life. Like I mentioned before, like I've been to school, I have my bachelor's and my master's. And I feel like the, this time with the boot camp has been more challenging than both of those wow. degrees. And yeah, it's just been a lot. Yeah, because I'm also doing it while I work full time. And I feel like I'm working two full time jobs, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> no, that definitely makes sense. I can imagine that feeling like two, two full time jobs. And that's a, yeah, that's a big load. So congrats on sticking with it and doing it so far. Thank you. I appreciate it. It has definitely not been easy. And it's funny because I feel like once you make up your mind that you're going to pursue and do something different, so go back to school, whatever, it seems like everything in life that could potentially happen, like everything outside starts to happen. So I've dealt with like my mom being ill for a bit, then I moved. It's like, okay, what more can happen (laughs) during this time? I'm already super busy. And then everything like life is just coming at you all the time. (laughs) I can definitely understand that. I often look back and a year, you never know what a year is going to hold. It feels like a year isn't that long of a time. But when you oftentimes look back at where you were a year before, it's, whoa, you would not expect to be there. And I feel like every year just 
my life has changed so much. And it's like all these unexpected things happen, mm-hmm. good and bad. It's a mixture, but it's like, you look back and you're like, how has this been the year? Exactly. It's not what I was expecting, but I'm glad that I'm here. <laughs> exactly. Well, cool. On this podcast, we always like to dive into talking about something that brings someone joy. And so I just want to ask what brings you joy on this journey and stuff? Yeah. So for me, like I mentioned, like it's, there's just been a lot. Number one, just trying to balance the going back to school or being in the boot camp while working and then just having life constantly coming at you. So I found like just prioritizing self-care and just taking time to focus and just, I guess, do something for me. So prior to starting the boot camp, like I was really big into fitness. So like my self-care was like going to the gym. Like I would work out like four or five times a week. And then as the boot camp started, it's funny because like right before I started the boot camp, I had the conversation with another software engineer that I randomly met in the gym. And he was telling me like when I mentioned that I was getting ready to start the boot camp, he was like, yeah, like I see that you come to the gym a lot. But once you start the boot camp, I can guarantee you like you won't have <laughs> the same amount of time. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, that won't be me. And then sure enough, like once I got like the first two months, like I was going strong. And then after the third month, I'm like, oh, now I see what he's saying. So it went from five days a week to I'm lucky if I work out like maybe two days a week. But just taking the time to focus on and doing something nice for me. So whether or not this is like just scheduling a time to me with my therapist and then going to get facials, like going to get my nails done, just things like that, just making sure that I take a break and do something that I feel like just makes me feel good. So even if this is like going back home to visit family, spending the weekend with them and not focusing on coding at all that weekend, just because I feel like that's what I need at the time. That's something that has brought me joy throughout this process, just because it can be a lot. And I feel as a, I guess, an entry-level developer trying to get into the field, like we all want it to happen right away and just learning to pace yourself. It'll happen eventually. Like this is a marathon, not a sprint. Just continuing to remind myself of those things. And yeah, just trying to take a breath, enjoy the roller coaster ride, <laughs> the roller coaster ride. So yeah, self-care has definitely been something that has brought me joy throughout this process. I love that because when it comes to a lot of times people are looking at, yeah, what are they trying to accomplish over the next year, right? And it's, oh, if I want to have a job in a year or things like that, like I got to go. But it's really, you should be looking at five years out. And so mm-hmm. it's if you're looking at the five, next five years, it's like, okay, yeah, you may, it may take you another six months longer than you thought to complete the program and to be able to find a job and stuff like doing programming. But it's, yeah. if you pace yourself throughout, And you learn things deeper because you had more mental bandwidth because you took that time and you took that self-care. You may Mm. be able to get a job at a better company or a better team because you're more centered rather than just go and grabbing the first thing you can find and because you're at burnout. And then you realize, oh, okay. I got the job, but it's not as satisfying as I thought it would be if you're like going into it half burnt out already. No, that's a great point. I totally agree. And I feel like initially when I started, because I had set this hard deadline in my mind, like I'm going to be job hunting by May. Like I plan to have a job before August. Like I just knew this was going to happen. So like with that timeline in my head, so like that was causing me to stress and like I wasn't enjoying the process as much. And then as May started to roll around, I'm like, okay, the likelihood of having a job around this time probably is not going to happen. And then I'm like, well, how about instead of just setting a deadline, how about I just take time to focus on continuing to learn things? And like you said, dive deeper into topics that maybe I didn't understand initially in the boot camp. Once I removed that 
the timeline from my head and I'm like, okay, whenever it happens, that's what's meant for me. Like, I feel like I've definitely started to enjoy it a lot more. And I feel like whenever I'm coding, it's because I want to, not because I feel like I necessarily have to. So I don't know. I feel like I'm able to get more accomplished because like you say, you're not just constantly going. So I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, I love that. One thing that you said there that really stuck out to me was that coding because you want to. And I think there's this interesting balance where like on one side of the spectrum, you have people who kind of espouse, oh, if you're going to be a real programmer, quote unquote, you have to like Mm -hmm. program all the time, not just your nine to five, Mm -hmm. like all day long, you have to be in love with the code. And of course, that is hyperbolic (laughs) insanity. But at the (laughs) other end, like sometimes people are like, hey, code just provides, like pays the bills. And yes, Mm -hmm. code can provide the bills. But I think no matter what your job is, whether you're in code or design or construction, if you have a passion for the thing that you're doing, it's going to run background processes in the back of your mind, even when you're not like focused on it. And so like, you're going to naturally want to learn things without burning yourself out and doing what the crazy code bros over on the other side are saying. (laughs) Like, there's a balance to it where it's, okay, you can be passionate about this thing, right? You can enjoy it. And it can also pay the bills, but you also can have a life, do all the self-care you're talking about. So I love that kind of balance. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I feel like I had to learn that the hard way because like you mentioned, like seeing on Twitter, other people post, I'm like, oh, I have to be going like 24 seven. I need to code all the time. And I'm like, this is not fun. Like, I don't want to imagine spending the rest of my working years, like just being glued to the computer 24 seven. There has to be more to life. So yeah, I agree with you on that. (laughs) There definitely has to be balance. Yeah, for sure. Great. In every episode, we love to end it just saying, you know, how we love to hear what people are involved in, things that they've worked on or participated in. And I'm guessing it'll be a surprise to no one what you want to give a shout out to. But yeah, what would you like to give a shout out to that you've been involved in? Yes, I would love to give a shout out to 100 Dead. As mentioned before, it is a free coding bootcamp. I'm currently a part of the 2022 cohort. Like I mentioned before, it's completely free. If interested, you can visit online at leonnoel.com slash 100 Dev. Also, you can just reach out or follow Leon Noel on Twitter for more information. But yeah, if you're interested in coding, software engineering, making the transition, I highly recommend 100 Devs. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyone, if you're thinking about getting involved or you've tried other ways to learn code and get involved and just nothing stuck with you, we'll have links in the show notes to be able to check out 100 Devs and maybe get involved in the next cohort. Awesome. Arniqua, thank you so much for joining us today. It's just been a pleasure just chatting, hearing about your story, hearing about self-care. I think that's such an important concept and topic that we just don't focus on enough. So thank you. Of course. Thank you for having me. This has been a joy. Thank you for joining us for episode 39. Take a break and do something that makes me feel good with Arniqua Coleman. You can find links to everything we talked about in this episode, as well as a link to Arniqua's website and social media accounts in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, help others discover it as well. Give us a shout out on your favorite social media platform. Maybe tag a friend or a coworker that you think might enjoy it. And don't forget to follow us wherever you hang out online. Or subscribe to our newsletter to stay up to date. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Bye.